Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita and today we will be discussing the first verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita and also just part one of the first verse, just the first two words of the first verse. Alright. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupah Kadamahyam Dadatisvapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanmitam Tamsajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantaradha Kantanamostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Haripriye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripasindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaham Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to the first part of the first verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita um this is going to be quite a long session as always <laughs> so if there are a lot of questions which there can be if they are then we will actually continue the question and answer session tomorrow instead of the bhagavad gita class so i was just thinking that because the presentation itself is going to be long there's a lot of aspects of this verse that need to be understood and let's see if we can all if we can fit everything today that's fine but if by any chance we can't and the question and answer session if there are a lot of questions then we'll continue tomorrow all right so <clears throat> this is the first verse adalila chapter 1 text 1 so we will read this uh, word to word and then line by line as usual so please repeat after me vande gurun isha bhaktan isham 
ईश अवतारकान तत् प्रकाशान च तत् शक्ति कृष्ण चैतन्य संज्ञक ओके व्रजकिशोर प्रभु हेज मेसेज मी सेइंग दैट द वीडियो इज जस्ट लाइक पिक्सलेटेड रैंडम पिक्सलेटेड स्टफ आई सम अदर डिवोटीज प्रीवियसली मेनी मंथ्स आई थिंक टू थ्री मंथ्स अगो ऑल्सो शोड मी समथिंग सिमिलर इट्स प्रॉब्लम विद दर फोन और समथिंग इधर दे हैव टू रीस्टार्ट द ऐप क्लोज द ऐप एंड रीस्टार्ट द ऐप और restart the phone try the app for so this is how it looks on their screen i don't know if you can see it that's how they see it so try restarting the app and see uh, and let me know yeah if for every, everybody else it's okay <coughs> for others it seems to be okay <clears throat> all right we'll start the session vande gurun isha bhaktan isham isha avatarakan tat prakashamscha tat shakti कृष्णचैतन्यसंज्ञकूनीशक्ताशावतारकाशाशक्ति कृष्णचैतन्यसंज्ञक Okay. Rajagishu Prabhu says it's okay now after restarting. So restarting can help. <clears throat> Translation. I offer my respectful obeisances unto the spiritual masters, the devotees of the Lord, the Lord's incarnations, his plenary portions, his energies, and the primeval Lord himself Sri Krishna Chaitanya. So This is just the first verse, and as you can see, there's no purport there, because the entire first chapter is actually pretty much the purport of this verse. So Virendra Prabhu is asking, should we not ask questions today? You can ask, but please keep it relevant to the topic, because we don't want to digress to many many topics in the question and answer session. It's not an AMA session; it's a Q and A session. So please keep to this topic. So I see sometimes when the session starts. the questions just come in from minute 1 minute 2 i don't think you will have any questions at that time because there's nothing even discussed in the class so that means the question is not related to the topic you know so <laughs> kindly try to avoid the kind of questions as we go along and try to explain whatever questions arise from that please post those questions in the comment section 
and we will get to the questions question answers uh, i mean questions today just in case there are too many then we will continue a specific q and a session for this class it's not an ama q and a session for this particular session if we cannot finish today <clears throat> all right and please don't ask questions <laughs> just for the sake of asking if it is actually an important subject relevant and it enhances the understanding of the verse that is being discussed uh, please post that kind of questions all right so so this is actually the six six different aspects of um the supreme lord that are listed in this verse okay what are those six aspects i will just take you to the um, one second let me just see if i can um i'm just trying to see if all right here it is <clears throat> so i'll go back to here okay so the six aspects of this verse are as follows we will go to 32 1.32 कृष्ण गुरु भक्त शक्ति अवतार प्रकाश कृष्ण ए छय रूप छोरेनिलासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिंग्लासिं
I therefore worship the lotus feet of these six diversities of the one truth by invoking their blessings. So again the verse is quoted here. So we will read this and then we will go into the I mean especially the first two words Vande Gurun. So today's topic is Guru Tattva. That's I actually forgot to mention the topic at the beginning. This topic is Guru Tattva. <clears throat> Vande Gurun Isha Bhaktan Isham Isha Avatarakan Tatprakashams Chatachakti Krishna Chaitanya Samgyakam. I offer my respectful obeisances under the spiritual masters, the devotees of the Lord, the Lord's incarnations, his plenary portions, his energies, and the primeval Lord himself, Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Purport Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami has composed this Sanskrit verse for the beginning of, the, of his book. And now he will explain it in detail. He offers his respectful obeisances to the six principles of the Absolute Truth. Gurun is plural in number because anyone who gives spiritual instructions based on the revealed scriptures is accepted as a spiritual master. Although others give help in showing the way to beginners, the Guru who first initiates one with the Maha Mantra is to be known as the initiator. And the saints who give instructions for progressive advancement in Krishna consciousness are called instructing spiritual masters. The initiating and instructing spiritual masters are equal and identical manifestations of Krishna, although they have different dealings. Their function is to guide the conditioned souls back home, back to Godhead. Therefore, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami accepted Nityananda Prabhu and the six Goswamis in the category of Guru. Actually, Nityananda Prabhu is the primary Guru. Um, the original Guru is Nityananda Prabhu. Actually, Balaram. But because Balaram Hoylonithai, Balaram became Nityananda Prabhu and therefore Nityananda Prabhu is the original Guru for everyone. So we will understand more uh, why that is so. <clears throat> Isha Bhaktan refers to the devotees of the Lord like Sri Srivas and all other such followers who are the energy of the Lord and are qualitatively non-different from Him. Ishavatarakan refers to Acharyas like Advaita Prabhu, who is an avatar of the Lord. Uh, avatar means one who descends to this material world. So in the material world, he is called an avatar. And Prakasha means the um, plenary portions are in the spiritual world. Tat Prakashan indicates the direct manifestation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Nityananda Prabhu and the initiating spiritual master. Even initiating spiritual master is considered and Nityananda Prabhu is considered as Tat Prakashan. Hmm. Tat Shakti refers to the spiritual energies, Shaktis of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gadadhar, who is actually incarnation of Radharani, Damodar and Jagadananda. Damodar, I think, is Vishakha um, or Lalita Sakhi. One of them. Uh, it's mentioned in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Maybe one of you can put in the comments. Uh, and Jagadananda. I think Jagadananda Pandit is Satyabhama, if I'm not wrong belong to this category of internal energy because Satyabhama or all the queens of Dwarka and all the gopis of Vrindavan they all are and all the Lakshmis of Vaikuntha all of them are um, the energies of the Lord Shakti Parasa Shakti Vividhaiva Shruyate and Durga is a maid servant she is also uh, energy of the Lord different energy of the Lord the six principles are differently manifested but all equally worshipable 
Krishnadas Kaviraj begins by offering his obeisances unto them to teach us the method of worshipping Lord Chaitanya. The external potency of Godhead called Maya can never associate with the Lord just as darkness cannot remain in the presence of light. Yet, darkness, uh, being but an illusory and temporary covering of light, has no existence independent of light. Now, um, when we say Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, so we are offering our um, respects or our obeisances to the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, who is the son of Vasudev, and therefore his name is Vasudev. Now, when we say Vasudeva, he is not alone. Krishna is never alone. And these six aspects of uh, the Absolute Truth are all simultaneously present. When we say Krishna, we should understand all these are automatically present along with him. Gurun, Isha Bhaktan, Isha Avatarakan, uh, Tat Prakasham, Tat Shakti. What, what did we miss? Five only. What did we miss? Vande Gurun, Isha Bhaktan, Isham. Yeah, Isham. Ishavatarakan, the Supreme Lord Himself. So, everything is present. The avatars of the Lord, the, the Isha Bhakta, the, the devotees of the Lord, the spiritual masters who teach us about God or Krishna, and um, what is that? His incarnations, His plenary portions, uh, His energies, especially His internal energy. All these are automatically. Sambhavami Atmamayaya. So, he comes along with his internal energy. So, this is all to be understood. Now, we will go to them. And, um, yeah, now we will go to the first two words. Now, before just that, we remember this. We read this a few weeks ago. 1.22 She Mangalacharan Hoy Trividha Prakar Vastu Nirdesh Ashirvad Namaskar. Vastu Nirdesh Ashirvad and Namaskar. So the invocation involves three processes: defining the objective, offering obeisance, offering benedictions, and offering obeisances. So Mangalacharan to offer respects means to all these things. Defining the objective first, and then offering benedictions and offering obeisances. Now let's go to, I think, if I'm not wrong. Thirty-five, yeah. Defining and offering obeisances to the spiritual masters. Thirty-five through thirty-seven. I'll just, you know what I'm referring to, I'm referring to some notes here, if I can show you, one second. So these are the notes I'm referring to, so I've just taken down these notes. So as you can see there, um, 35, I'll just highlight here, 35 through 37 is defining and offering obeisances to the spiritual masters. So that's where we're going right now. And after that, we have this explanation of Guru Tattva, which is from 44 to 64. So, all those verses we have to cover today. <clears throat> and there are explanations which, again, go to many other verses from different parts of Prabhupada's books. So, we have a lot of ground to cover, actually. 
All right, so one thirty-five. Mantra Guru Arjata Shiksha Guru Gan Tahar Charan Aage Koriye Vandan. Aage means first. So I offer, I first offer my respectful obeisances at the lotus feet of my initiating spiritual master. Um, sorry, yeah, and all my instructing spiritual masters. <clears throat> I first offer my respectful obeisances at the lotus feet of my initiating spiritual master and all my instructing spiritual masters. Purport, Sri Sri Jiva Goswami in his thesis Bhakti Sandarbha. 202 verse has stated that uncontaminated devotional service is the objective of pure Vaishnavas and that one has to execute such service in the association of other devotees. Two things now. The uncontaminated devotional service, unmotivated devotional service is the prime objective of pure Vaishnavas and one has to execute such service in the association of other devotees. By associating with devotees of Lord Krishna, one develops a sense of Krishna consciousness and thus becomes inclined toward the loving service of the Lord. This is the process of approaching the Supreme Lord by gradual appreciation in devotional service. If one desires unalloyed devotional service, one must associate with devotees of Sri Krishna, for by such association only can a conditioned soul achieve a taste for transcendental love and thus revive his eternal relationship with Godhead in a specific manifestation and in terms of the specific transcendental mellow or rasa that one has eternally inherent in him. So in other words, we have to have association of devotees in order to go back to Krishna, in order to get unalloyed devotional service to Krishna. Without association of devotees, we cannot do this. It's not a DIY. No. Um, so once one follows the association of devotees and cultivating, you know, sincerely trying to advance himself, then finally he will be able to revive his eternal relationship with Godhead, with Krishna, in a specific manifestation, manifestation and in terms of the specific transcendental mellow. We all have a specific relationship with the Lord. So that will be revealed when all these coverings are removed. So sometimes, as we said previously also, some devotees you know, are too um, impatient and they want to quickly get into the, oh, I, wa I want to know who I am in the spiritual world. No, that will be revealed when all the dust of materialism is removed. So if, if we think, if you are thinking that I want to know what I am, means at this point I am not ready to know. Because when you are ready to know, you will know. It's not that I want to know, no, you will know automatically. Just like, you know, when so much dust is there on some, you know, treasure once you dig out all the dirt on top then automatically the treasure will be revealed see so like that the treasure will be revealed uh, when our anartha anartha nivritti must happen first uh, then our original position will be automatically revealed it's not something we have to you know try to acquire no it is already there it's inherent uh, what is that um, krishna uh, bhakti no. Krishna Prema Nitya Siddha Sadhya Kabhunoy Shravanadi Shuddha Chitte Kore Udoy. So, the, the pure devotional service to Krishna is not something to be acquired. Sadhya Kabhunoy. It is already there. It is Nitya Siddha. It is auto, auto, 
already there it's latent shravanadi shuddha chitte so shravan kirtan all the devotional services beginning with shravanam shravanam kirtanam vishnu smaranam archanam mandanam padasevanam dasam sakhyam atmanivedanam so these nine processes of devotional service will cleanse cheto darpana marjanam our shravanadi shuddha chitte koroye udoy so the, it will be automatically manifest so that is the thing <clears throat> so it all happens by the association of devotees if one develops love for krishna by krishna conscious activities one can know the supreme absolute truth but he who tries to understand god simply by logical arguments will not succeed nor will he get a taste for unalloyed devotion so only by <clears throat> by trying to develop that love in the association of devotees how to develop by engaging in service by submissive hearing and by service in that way our love will be gradually increasing and our anarthas our dirty things in the heart that is covering the you know the pure soul it will be eroded and then we will uh, our real spiritual nature will be manifested but if we try to understand krishna by logical arguments we will not succeed achintya khalue bhava natamstar kena yojaye we cannot enter into transcendental understanding by mundane logic so the secret is that one must submissively listen to those who know perfectly the signs of god and one must begin the mode of service regulated by the preceptor as we know this verse is famous bhagavad gita chapter 4 text 34 krishna has given the formula how to understand tadvidhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya upadekshanti te gnanam gnaninas tatvadarshinah some people say i don't want guru i i will go directly to krishna okay you go directly to krishna now what is krishna saying go to guru so we cannot uh, bypass guru because Uh, without guru we cannot understand and krishna is that's that's what he is saying here so you, see, you see just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master he is krishna himself right why did he say go to the spiritual master of course to arjuna he was the spiritual master but to those who will come after the disappearance of krishna uh, so he has to go to a guru and therefore krishna by personal example also took a guru ramachandra bhagwan took a guru and parshuram and um, even chaitanya mahaprabhu they took guru why to show us they don't need guru <clears throat> just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master inquire from him submissively and render service unto him the self realized souls can impart knowledge unto you because they have soon seen the truth so we have to do what the spiritual master has to be qualified the disciple also has to be qualified this qualification of the spiritual master is that <coughs> he is completely self realized <coughs> he knows all the imports of the scriptures and he is personally li- living in that shrotriyam brahmanishtam he is a living example of the scriptures uh, he is a spiritual master he is, has direct connection intimate his intimate relation with krishna is completely uncovered whereas ours is now covered we all have eternally Uh, we are all eternally related with krishna but that relationship is now covered but a spiritual master should 
have that relationship completely uncovered of course it is not that he will reveal that to us he does not need to but he should be on that platform um, so just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master now what is the meaning of approaching <clears throat> oh spiritual master is far away i should approach him he is 100 meters away i should go 1 meter to him safe distance <laughs> no <laughs> approaching is not just a physical proximity it's more about the proximity to the instruction of the spiritual master in fact the instruction of the spiritual master should be the pride of the disciple whether the, whether the spiritual master is far or near uh, or even in beyond in another world where he is preaching the glories of the lord somewhere else as long as we follow his instruction we are with him so that is called proximity approaching means upaniti upanayanam upanayam means to uh, the you know the sacred thread ceremony is called upanayanam why upanayanam means to approach the lord how to approach the lord approach, approach the guru how to approach the guru by following his instructions and especially these three things inquire from him submissively inquire from him and you may say oh how to inquire from prabhupad yeah you read books that's why prabhupad said you read my books if you have anything that is not understood you read again my books <laughs> and of course the devotees who have read the books and who have understood a little more than us they will explain to us also and show us the references from you know prabhupad's books and that's how that's another way we can also learn so this is called shiksha guru and they may not be self realized you know like on the platform of prabhupad but they are trying to sincerely follow they are called shiksha gurus so like that you can inquire hmm? inquire from him submissively and render service unto him what is rendering service of course when the spiritual master is physically around we have to serve both the vapu and the vani of the spiritual master uh, the body of the spiritual master also has to be served and his instruction and especially not everybody will have even in the physical presence of the spiritual master not everybody will have the um opportunity for physical service but the opportunity for serving the instruction is there for one and all there's no bar so render service unto him the self realize approaching means pranipata pranipata means here it is translated as approaching nipat means actually to surrender to even you know offer yourself hmm that's why we bow down every day first we bow down to prabhupad before even bowing down to bowing down to krishna because without guru we cannot go to krishna so this is important hmm? the secret is that one must submissively listen to those who know perfectly the signs of god and one must begin the mode of service regulated by the preceptor <coughs> the service also we have to get it from the preceptor from the guru what is the service so prabhupad said oh distribute my books and you know train the devotees and all these so many services he has given and a specific service we can get from our shiksha gurus who are the temple authorities so mind you because many people are especially in iskon this is a very uh, prominent argument that you need a physical presence of the guru but how are we taking advantage of the how are we um benefiting from the spiritual i mean from the pr- physical presence of the guru if he is in some other country or if i have only met him once or if i did not even meet him 
how am I benefiting? So the benefit is coming through his system that he has set up through the temples. Uh, Prabhupada was traveling even when he was here on, on the earth. He was traveling so much and devotees had very little opportunity. Many devotees. Only a select few were with Prabhupada very close. But the rest of them were all in their own temples and Prabhupada was traveling all the way. And they only hardly chance, I mean hardly got the chance to see him maybe a handful of times. Sometimes even less than that. And like for example, Sundar Gopal Prabhu, he was initiated by Prabhupada, but he did not even see Prabhupada. He wanted to, but he could not. You see, so how to benefit from the uh, physical presence of the spiritual master in this world? What was true for Sunugopal Prabhu, for example, even Prabhupada was there, is the same that is true for us. We still have to follow the same instructions. Hmm. So, the particular uh, services or instructions that we should we get for our services, we will get from the local authorities. That's the system. Siksha Gurus are there. <coughs> A devotee already attracted by the name form qualities etc of the supreme lord may be directed by sorry may be directed to his specific manner of devotional service he need not waste time in approaching the lord through logic so sometimes some people they want to go through logic they want to understand everything you know but some some people uh, devotee they automatically have um, they may not be very much um, what is that advanced in uh, analyzing and you know philosophical understanding but they have the service attitude, which is actually the most important. The service attitude is the real deal in devotional service. We have to be positively inclined to serve the Lord. So even if one does not have full philosophical understanding of the Lord, just that attitude of service to the Lord, being very enthusiastic about serving the Lord, that itself is enough. So for a person who is, in, uh, for, who is um, you know, uh, disposed like that like he is more into service and the spiritual master will you know engage him in service of course this philosophy also is there classes everyone must attend but also uh, he may not need to be convinced by some big big logic and scientific understanding you know but when we are talking to the scientists who try to think everything so-called rationally so we have to explain to them philosophically very deep, you know, where everything answers their questions and everything. Actually, not very deep because the scientists actually cannot understand very deep things. If you see Prabhupada, when he was dealing with scientists, he was talking about body and soul. Life comes from life. <laughs> That's like the second chapter. Whereas a person who is automatically inclined to serving the Lord, he's much, you know, uh, more deep. Serving the Lord is the real deal. Trying to understand him, trying to get some faith in him, that, that is actually much lower stage than to be busy in his service. Um, <clears throat> so, for a uh, devotee that is who is already attracted by the name, form, qualities, etc. of the Supreme Lord, he may be directed to his specific manner of devotional service. He did not waste time in approaching the Lord through logic. The expert spiritual master knows well how to engage his disciples' energy in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. And thus he engages a devotee in a specific devotional service according to his special tendency. A devotee must have only one initiating spiritual master because in the scriptures acceptance of more than one is always forbidden. In ISKCON now, there is 
policies in place of how to deal with a spiritual master who has fallen down and part of the policy is that you have to take reinitiation from another spiritual master and if that spiritual master falls then you have to take another re reinitiation from another spiritual master so this is absolute rubbish isn't it here it is said one must have only one initiating spiritual master because in the scriptures acceptance of more than one is always forbidden there is no limit however to the number of instructing spiritual masters one may accept that's why today's i mean this verse 1.35 you see mantra guru this is singular this is the initiating spiritual master who gives the mantra and shiksha guru gana gana means plural you see shiksha guru gana gana means plural i offer my respectful obeisances at the lotus feet of my initiating spiritual master and all my instructing spiritual masters so there is no limit of how many um, what is that instructing spiritual masters one can have now generally a spiritual master who constantly instructs a disciple in spiritual science becomes his initiating spiritual master later on so in our case the spiritual master who is constantly instructing us is who is shri prabhupad his books we are reading his books he is actually the one who is constantly instructing us and he becomes our spiritual master initiating spiritual master one should one second give me a minute one should always remember that a person who is reluctant to accept a spiritual master and be initiated is sure to be baffled in his endeavor to go back to godhead so initiation is a must one who is not properly initiated may present himself as a great devotee but in fact he is sure to encounter many stumbling blocks on his path of progress towards spiritual realization with the result that he must continue his term of material existence without relief see this is very important point if you don't get properly initiated if you are reluctant to get initiated our we are sure to be baffled in our endeavors to go back to godhead there will be many stumbling blocks that's why it is said here Ten eighty-seven thirty-three. Vijita Rishika Vayubhir Adantamana Manasturagam Ya Iha Yatanti Yantum Atilolam Upayakhida Vyasana Shatanvita Samavaha Samavahaya Guroscharanam Vanija Ivaja Santyakrita Karna Dharajaladhau. the mind is like an impetuous horse impetuous horse means a wild horse that even persons who have regulated their senses and breath cannot control those in this world who try to tame the uncontrolled mind but who abandon the feet of their spiritual master encounter hundreds of obstacles in their cultivation of various distressful practices o unborn lord they are like merchants on a boat in the ocean who have failed 
to employ a helmsman. So there will be many stumbling blocks. See, he must continue his term of material existence without relief. Such a helpless person is compared to a ship without a rudder or a ship without a captain or a helmsman. For such, rudder is not a captain, but rudder is, you know, that, um, I don't know if you know how ships work. At the back of the ship, there is this rudder beneath the ship. So as you turn the wheel in the front, the rudder, you know, moves and the water hitting on the rudder and then the ship will go this direction or if the rudder is this side and the water hitting here and the ship goes this direction, you know, I don't know if you understand. Uh, let me see. I think you do. It's just it governs the direction of the ship basically. In other words, we will have no direction. See the fan here. Okay. Okay. I'll try to take out this. Wow, this is so big. This is so big. You see this? You can see the fan there. The fan. And apart from the fan, you can see uh, you see this part this this part is the rudder you know where is this whole thing this is underneath the ship whatever you are seeing will not even be visible when the ship is on water whatever you are seeing in this image is not visible on top of the water so this is completely underneath so this is the rudder so whichever direction it moves um, the ship moves in that direction because it hits the water so that that's the rudder i hope you understand that so so either it is compared with a ship without rudder or ship without a helmsman or a captain for such a ship can never reach <laughs> its destination <laughs> you know a ship without a rudder i mean you can you can turn the wheel all you want you know it's just going to go wherever the ocean is going to take it that's it there's no direction at all you know the fan will propel the ship forward but then this this rudder is important and of course the captain who is actually doing that is important so if you don't have a captain if you don't have a rudder what are you going to do in the ship you're just going to be tossed in the waves and this you know like that wherever it hands up in a crash in some island or on some island or you know sink in the sea or something like that you'll never reach this destination i mean what where is the destination there's no destination for the kind of people nagati aprasadan yasya aprasadan nagati kutopinna gati means destination there's no destination for the people who abandon the feet of the spiritual master or who don't have a spiritual master or who have then then they abandon <coughs> Um, 
for such a ship can never reach its destination. It is imperative, therefore, that one accept a spiritual master if he at all desires to gain the favor of the Lord. The service of the spiritual master is essential. If there is no chance to serve the spiritual master directly, a devotee should serve him by remembering his instructions. There is no difference between the spiritual master's instructions and the spiritual master himself. So when his instructions are available for us, how are we missing Prabhupada? We are not. In his absence, therefore, his words of direction should be the pride of the disciple. If one thinks that he is above consulting anyone else, including a spiritual master, he is at once an offender at the lotus feet of the Lord. Such an offender can never go back to Godhead. It is imperative that a serious person accept a bona fide spiritual master. <clears throat> okay, before we go further. You see, if one thinks he is above consulting anyone else, including a spiritual master, he is at once an offender at the lotus feet of the Lord. So we have to always stay under the instruction of the spiritual master. Such an offender can never go back to Godhead. It is imperative, uh, it is another proof that those who have gone against the order of Srila Prabhupada, they can never go back to Godhead. Hmm? It is imperative that a serious person accept a bona fide spiritual master in terms of the Shastric injunctions. Sri Jiva Goswami, uh, when we say in terms of Shastric injunctions, now when in this con, the Guru law says that you can actually be initiated reinitiated and reinitiated like that. That is not Shastra conjunction. And a Guru is not selected by a, a body of GBC and, and no confidence vote or something like that. Ecclesiastical conventions as Prabhupada said. He is not selected like that. So these are all not Shastric injunctions. This is from rubbish, concocted. So that's why it is said, it is imperative that a serious person accept a bona fide spiritual master in terms of the Shastric injunctions. And Shastra conjunctions say that we have to accept a Uttamadhikari and he has to be authorized by his spiritual master. That is Shastra conjunction. Sri Jiva Goswami advises that one not accept a spiritual master in terms of heredity, hereditary or customary social and ecclesiastical conventions. One should simply try to find a genuinely qualified spiritual master for actual advancement in spiritual understanding. Fortunately, we don't have to find. Srila Prabhupada has been so merciful and he gave us his shelter for the next 10,000 years. So, we have his mercy. So, <laughs> we just have to accept. If we don't accept, yeah, then you can go on hunt, hunting for a spiritual master. So this is um, the first verse concerning Guru. So he is listing his Gurus. Shri Rup Sanatan Bhattaragunath, Shri Jeeva Gopala Bhatta Dasaragunath. My instructing spiritual masters are Shri Rupa Goswami, Shri Sanatan Goswami, Shri Bhattaragunath, Shri Jeeva Goswami, Shri Gopala Bhatta Goswami and Shri La Raghunath Das Goswami. So the six Goswamis are his Shiksha Gurus. Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami's Shiksha Gurus. H. Hoy Guru Shiksha Guru Jayamar Tasabar Padapadme Koti Namaskar. 
these six are my instructing spiritual masters and therefore therefore i offer millions of respectful obeisances unto their lotus feet by accepting the six goswamis as his instructing spiritual masters the author specifically makes it clear that one should not be recognized as a gaudiya vaishnava if he is not obedient to them so we have to be obedient to the six goswamis whatever they have said we have to be obedient to that so basically how to be obedient if we are obedient to shila prabhupad automatically we are obedient to the six goswamis narutam nas thakur has sung h hai gosai jar mui tar das tasabar padarenu mora panchagras h hai gosai jar h hai gosai jar so who is a property of the six goswamis or who has offered himself as a servant to the six goswamis mui tar das i am his servant who has accepted the six goswamis as his servant uh, as his masters so we have to be the servant of the servant of the of the servant of the servant of the servant of the six goswamis who are themselves servants of chaitanya mahaprabhu this is called dasa 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 dasanu dasa this is the parampara system gopi bhartu padakamalayor dasa dasanu dasa and even in the mukundamala we know this was ಮಧುಕೈಟಭಾರೆಯುನಿವರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯರಿಷ್ಟರ್ಸಿ you could show me would be for you to consider me the servant of 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 your servant this is the most cherished mercy you could show me see this is how we have to become hoy gosai char muhi taradas so we have to become like that so we are rupanugas rupanugas means six goswamis headed by rupa goswami and sanatan goswami of course it does not mean only we are rupa goswami not sanatana sanatana anugas we are only rupa anugas oh not ragunath das anugas no 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 six goswamis when rupa goswami rupa anugas means the six goswamis were doing the same thing uh, propagating the cult of chaitanya mahaprabhu and rupa goswami automatically involves automatically includes all the six goswamis uh, it is deemed to un- we should uh, we should understand that six goswamis are included <clears throat> so it is specifically makes clear that one should not be recognized as a gaudiya vaishnava if he is not obedient to them just by saying oh i am also follower of chaitanya mahaprabhu i will do whatever i want that is not a gaudiya vaishnava he has to accept the principles laid down by the six goswamis <clears throat> there are innumerable devotees of the lord actually um who was the one second if we go here no not this um preface no anyway there are innumerable devotees of the lord of whom shrivas thakur 
is the foremost. I offer my respectful obeisances thousands of times under their lotus feet. Advaita Acharya is the Lord's partial incarnation and therefore I offer my obeisances millions of times at His lotus feet. Srila Nityananda Ram is the plenary manifestation of the Lord and I have been initiated by Him. I, offer, I therefore offer my respectful obeisances unto His lotus feet. So he said he's initiated by Nityananda Ram. Actually, his initiating spiritual master is... Um, um, who was that? I forgot. Okay, kindly... Kindly, can you help me in the comments? I just was trying to find... Was he Govinda Das? I, I forgot. Um, well, Anyway, maybe you can help me. I just, I just uh, forgot. Okay, let's see our. Um, we have this Bhagavad Gita introduction. We have the full list. No, where does Krishnadas Kavaravasaman come? Um. Lord Chaitanya, okay, after the six Goswami is his Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, he is mentioned here. Anyway, he, has he had an initiating spiritual master also. Anyway, so here he is saying Nityananda Prabhu is his initiating spiritual master because actually for everyone Nityananda Prabhu is the Guru because he is Balaram, he is the original Guru. Guru Tattva is represented by Balaram. We will learn why. Why so? Hmm? <clears throat> okay, this is all he is telling other things. Now from 44 onwards again he starts the explanation about the Guru Tattva. Yadyapi Amar Guru Chaitanya Radas Tathapi Janiye Ami Tahar Prakash This is we are reading from Adilila chapter 1 text 44. This is also about the Guru. Although I know that my spiritual master is a servitor of, of Sri Chaitanya, I know him also as a plenary manifestation of the Lord. Now, this is the beginning of Guru Tattva. You see, okay, we will now try to understand this. Every living entity is essentially a servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And a spiritual master also is also his servant. Still, the spiritual master is a direct manifestation of the Lord. With this conviction, a disciple can advance in Krishna consciousness. The spiritual master is non-different from Krishna because he is a manifestation of Krishna. 
now why why if he is a servant of the lord why is he considered as good as the lord spiritual master has two functions firstly he is a devotee so he offers his devotion to krishna so in that capacity he is a servant he is taking shelter of krishna krishna is the ashraya and he is the ashrita right as a devotee he is taking shelter of krishna now being empowered by krishna he is offering krishna's shelter to his disciples who are taking shelter of him so because he is offering shelter he is ashraya now and he got the power of attorney from the lord to act as ashraya tatva for the sadhakas that means those um, devotees who are trying to advance on this path so he offers them shelter as we know ashrita tatva and ashraya tatva we have actually gone into great detail in one of the bhagavad gita classes where the word nirashraya has used so ashraya means the one who is offering the shelter and only one person eko bahunam yo vidadhati kaman only one person can give shelter to everyone else and that is krishna there is a definition of god he is the shelter for everyone in this material world we try to take shelter of imperfect masters but they themselves are not ashraya vigraha they themselves are taking uh, what shelter of different manifestations of krishna's energies so they are also ashrita including the demigods the greatest of the demigods even brahma and shiva also they are ashrita tatva they are not ashraya Hmm. so ashraya is only krishna so a spiritual master he being a devotee he as a devotee he comes under ashrita and he serves the lord but because he expands the service of the lord and gives others opportunity for service and gives them shelter in that way and therefore he is the manifestation of the ashraya tatva now <clears throat> that is the guru tatva guru tatva um guru's position is like that he is that's why prabhupad actually translates the guru as if he is say sakshadhari he is <laughs> uh, he is uh, to be taken as good as the lord but then he is not the lord so where does his position stand so prabhupad mentioned him as supreme personality of servitor godhead which is actually balaram's position balaram he if you see in any of his incarnations he is always serving the lord now when he came as uh, with krishna he was like the elder brother and elder brother takes i mean uh, cares for his younger brother in that way he was serving the lord and making sure that the lord is always comfortable when he was a coward boy and even later on then um that is balaram just like a The, like protective of krishna and making sure that everything you know is um, arranged all the services of krishna are arranged and he expands the service he engages others in his service okay first of all we have she- seen the incarnation of krishna and balaram serves krishna as an elder brother in ram's incarnation he served him as a younger brother lakshman and otherwise he is like the sankarshan or ananta sesh the shesha um, 
that is all uh, that is also serv service to the lord so the lord is lying down on the couch uh, of the serpent nagachalendra <coughs> what is that um nagachala and um, what is the other name um i forget anyway so the anandasesh is also serving the lord so always balaram serves the lord so he is always servitor godhead he is always serving the lord serving krishna but he is also on the same platform of krishna and he expands the service he engages others in the service so spiritual master also does the same thing he now in in the temple here we have services of krishna going on now what will happen sometimes they ask why you need so much money if you if you are you know if you are able to maintain the temple you know fine you know why you know, why you need more money than that no we want to expand the service so a spiritual master is always thinking of expanding shri prabhupad uh, his his shri prabhupad's krishna consciousness is the same whether he was in when he was in vrindavan before he went to america or even he was born or even when he went after you know he went to america and made all the you know uh, devotees everywhere all over the world his krishna consciousness is always pure but what did he do why did he endeavor right uh, to give to expand the service everywhere so if there is more facility more more work of krishna because there is unlimited work of krishna to be done sometimes people think oh why you need so many people no you enough no you want to people are there in the temple enough no why 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 enough why the material i mean the companies the governments here and everywhere they have, they need so many people hmm? yeah, temple only want to people enough no only pray only right yeah. they think like this but expanding service that is the prime quality of a guru he expands the service unlimitedly as much as he is empowered Hmm. So, every living entity is essentially a servant of the supreme personality of Godhead, and the spiritual master is also his servant. Still, the spiritual master is a direct manifestation of the Lord. With this conviction, a disciple can advance in Krishna consciousness. The spiritual master is non-different from Krishna because he is manifestation of Krishna. Lord Nityananda, who is Balaram himself, the first direct manifestation or expansion of Krishna, is the original spiritual master. he helps lord krishna in his pastimes and he is a servant of the lord now balaram being the original spiritual master is exemplified in a pastime which i'm going to read now and that pastime is the killing of romaharshana now let's go to this part of shrimad bhagavatam 10th canto 78 chapter you see here it is mentioned nicely so this is what happened so the lord was going on a pilgrimage lord balram because he did not want to take part in the kurukshetra war so in the kurukshetra war what was going on was um pa- i mean pandavas and kauravas were fighting and all the 
burden of the earth all the unscrupulous rulers they were being erased from the platform of the earth so they were being killed so that was going on and as krishna said in the fourth chapter of bhagavad gita paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya cha duskritam dharma samsthapanarthaya sambhavami yuge yuge so this is the mission of the lord right now krishna is doing that he is engaged in the battlefield of course he is not fighting but he is of course with the pandavas now he saw to it that the war went on nicely now what did balram do he went away from that so how is he participating in paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya chaduskritam dharma samsthapanarthaya of course he killed demons when he was younger um but not much of course he killed also rukmi the brother of rukmini um here and there but now in especially at this time when krishna was personally handling the war balram was not there what was he doing he went on a pilgrimage and here he did it in this way so this is what this is what happened when he went on the pilgrimage so he you know he as you can see in the, on the screen he went to all these places of pilgrimage actually many many more these are some of them all the previous verses many many places are listed but i want to draw your attention to this particular pastime of romaharshana sutam of balram killing romaharshana sutam now lord balram visited the broad bindu saras lake tritakupa sudarshana vishala brahmatirtha chakratirtha and the eastward flowing saraswati he also went to all the holy places along the yamuna and the ganges ओ भारत एंड देन ही केम टू द नाइमिश फॉरेस्ट नाइमिशारण्य वेर ग्रेट सेजेस वर परफॉर्मिंग एन इलेबोरेट सैक्रिफाइस सो ही एंटर द नाइमिशारण्य फॉरेस्ट एंड वॉट हैपन रेकग्नाइजिंग द लॉर्ड अपॉन हिज अराइवल द सेजेस हू हैड बीन एंगेज इन देयर सैक्रिफिशियल रिचुअल्स फॉर अ लॉन्ग टाइम ग्रीटेड हिम प्रॉपरली बाय स्टैंडिंग अप बाउंग डाउन एंड वर्शिपिंग हिम सो दिस इज हाउ अ स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर and of course here the supreme spiritual master and the supreme lord balaram is to be revered or respected right <clears throat> standing up bowing down and worshiping him now after being thus worshiped along with his entourage the lord accepted a seat of honor just like you know in the class the seat i mean the speaker is seated on a on a platform so that he can speak not that you know he should be puffed up now oh now i'm big time but because the <laughs> it is called vyasasan vyasasan means the seat of vyasadev why not because of you know he the speaker is a very great personality or what huh? it is because of the book of course when the spiritual master sits there and advanced devotee sit there sits there yes you know he is also very advanced but actually as prayer prabhupada instructed us everyone should give the class i mean take the class give the lecture so devotees who may not be even first time they're giving you know uh, a lecture but they are also sitting on sitting on that seat so why uh, the the respect is for the book and because the speaker is speaking from the book and therefore the respect is there for the book actually Hmm. just like in the sikh 
in uh, what is that Sikh religion Granth Sahib Granth Sahib means the Guru Granth Sahib you know the, the scripture is put on a pedestal you know in a nice place altar the book so it is like that so the Lord accepted a seat of honor then he noticed that Romaharshana Vyasadeva's disciple had remained seated so Romaharshan was actually the speaker in the assembly and in the assembly there was a sacrifice also going on and then Balram came and when Balram came everybody stood up but Romaharshan Sutta did not usually the speaker uh, does not need to stand up but in this case it was very special because it was Balram who is a supreme spiritual master hmm. So, he noticed that Romaharshan Vyasadeva's disciple had remained seated. Now, what he did? Apratyutthani Apratyutthayinam sutam Akrita prahvananjalim Adhyasinam chatan viprams Chukopodvikshya madhavaha Lord Balram became extremely angry upon seeing how this member of the Sutta caste had failed to stand up, bow down or join his palms. See, he did not do anything. He did not join his palms. He did not even do like this. He did not bow down. He did not stand up. And also how he was sitting above all the learned Brahmanas. Now, he was a Sutta. Sutta means Pratiloma marriage. Um, that means his uh, father was of a lower caste, mother was of a higher caste. And such marriages are usually not very um, favorable. So a person born from that kind of marriage, he is considered a Sutta. Um, why did Lord Balram um, call him a Sutta caste? Here, Sutam, the son of a mixed marriage between a Kshatriya father and a Brahmana mother. You see? So, uh, why why he mentioned his uh, sutta? Because usually, uh, Vaishnava Jati Buddhi is an offense to see that the Vaishnava has come from a from a you know from Jati from this race or from this family or from this um, you know parentage or country. It is it is an offense, right? But here he considered his birth. Usually, when one con one we should not consider the past of the devotee. Hmm. Wherever, even if he was the most sinful, once he has take sh taken shelter of Krishna, and that's it. That that has to be taken. But why he did he refer to the sutta? Because when a person falls down from the platform of devotional service, he can be regarded as one of the uh, his early beginnings. Of course, as long as he's in the devotional service, yes, he should be completely neglected. He's past. But when he falls back. Then it is actually Prabhupada explains, I think, in the Krishna book or somewhere. Um, then his caste becomes again prominent because he has returned to his original habits or his offensive habits, which were before he took shelter of Krishna. Before taking shelter of Krishna, everyone also, every one of us, we are all offensive. Even now, in the path of progress, also, we are committing offenses, but at least we are favorable to de devotional service. But when, some, when one does something unfavorable and falls down, um, and he has fallen back. So that's why he referred to him as Sutta. 
and those were all highly qualified brahmanas and he is sitting higher than them and then usually a person sitting higher should have also the qualifications of that higher person but his qualifications are low so he saw the anomaly there so in other words we should not just accept on our uh, what is that parentage or because you know everybody is accepting no whether we are following the rules and regulations laid down for the particular responsible position that we are in or not and as soon as i fall away from that i fall down so this is very important <clears throat> roma harshan had failed to greet lord balram in any of the standard ways for welcoming a superior personality also despite being of a lower caste he sat in a seat above the assembly of the exalted brahmanas ஸ்ட் some even if it is a mixed marriage usually the anuloma is um uh preferred but pratiloma is usually not preferred but in this age varna sankara means we don't even know we, who is higher and who is lower everybody is like they forgotten their roots and where they even come from so that's called a varna sankara varna sankara means we cannot determine what is their caste actually That's why it is said, Kalao Shudra Sambhava. Everybody Shudra. Hmm. So anyway, Adhyaste Pratilomaja Dharma Palams Tathaivasman Vadham Arhati Durmati Lord Balram said, Because this fool born from an improperly mixed marriage sits above all these Brahmanas and even above me, the protector of religion, he deserves to die. Immediately. I mean, the offense was... seemingly not so great but he gave such a big punishment De- death just for that just imagine see how he is in other words a spiritual master he is actually an expansion of balaram if he does not have the respect for balaram the protector of religion you see above me dharma palams tathaivasman dharma samsthapanarthaya coming back to that verse how did balaram execute paritrana sadhanam vinashas duskritam and dharma samsthapanarthaya he killed the pretentious uh, religionists religionist i mean this romaharshana he, he sent a very strong signal now to any pretentious so called nonsense guru who has no respect for balaram or the authorized acharyas in the disciplic succession and then talk nonsense and pretend to be a religious person this is going to be the end of such a person even above me eh? defying even the supreme i mean balram's orders instructions uh, to set an example precedent for the future um, how strictly how vehemently he will punish those who cheat on the path of religion ரிஷேர் பகவதோ பூத்வா சிஷோதீத்தியா பூனி 
सेतिहासपुराणानि धर्मशास्त्राणि सर्वशः अदान्तस्या विनीतस्य वृथा पंडितमानिनः पंडितमानिनः नगुणाय भवन्ति स्मान नटस्येवाजितात्मनः Although he is a disciple of the divine sage Vyasa and has thoroughly learned many scriptures from him. See, it is not that Ramaharshan was a fool, you know. Thoroughly, he was, that's why he was sitting there and everybody was listening from him. He was expert in all the Purana. You see, now you will see. Although he has thoroughly learned many scriptures from him, including the law books of religious duties, like Manu Samhita, Yagnya Valka Samhita and all that, and the epic histories, Ramayana Mahabharat and Puranas, all this study has not produced good qualities in him. Why? Because he failed to respect the spiritual master, the supreme spiritual master, Balram. All good qualities have immediately become nullified by doing this. This is another thing. Even if one is, you know, shastrically, you know, he knows so many things, but if he doesn't surrender to the Vaishnava, especially, especially to the Guru, then he will not produce any good qualities. Rather, his study of the scriptures is like an actor's studying his part. Hmm. Just like an actor. For he is not self-controlled or humble and vainly presumes himself as scholarly authority, though he has failed to conquer his own mind. That's why who can become a guru? Vacho vegam manasaha krodha vegam jihva vegam udaro pastha vegam etan vegan yo vishaheta dhiraha sarvam apimam prithivim sasishyat. A sober person who can tolerate the urge to speak, the mind's demands, the mind's demands, the actions of anger and the urges of the tongue, belly, and genitals is qualified to make disciples all over the world. So, unless he is an absolute controller, Goswami, absolute controller of his senses, he cannot become a spiritual master. So, here, he did not have control over his own mind. He was not humble enough to even join palms or bow down or stand up to receive Balaram. And if one can be offensive to the Lord and his supreme spiritual master or even one's own spiritual master, what has he understood in the scriptures? That is the whole point. Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Shastra Koi. Lava Matra Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Siddhi Koi. Sarva Shastra Koi. All the Shastras that he is so-called expert in proclaim Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha. And how to do Sadhu Sangha? Nectar of Instruction, verse 5. Krishne Tiyasya Giritam Manasadriyeta Dikshasti chet pranati bhishcha bhajantamisham Shushrushaya bhajana vigyamananya manya Nindadi shunya hridami psita sangalabdhya One should mentally honor the devotee who chants the holy name of Lord Krishna. So there are different classifications of sadhu sangha. How we should associate with sadhus? One should mentally honor the devotee who chants the holy name of Krishna. One should offer with body the humble obeisances to the devotee who has undergone spiritual initiation, Diksha. 
and is engaged in worshipping the deity. And one should associate with and faithfully serve that pure devotee who is advanced in undeviated devotional service and whose heart is completely devoid of the propensity to criticize others. So this is a three ways of association. And of course, we have the Preeti Lakshanam, Dadati Pratigrahanati, Guhyamakhyati Prichati, Bhungte Bhojate Chaiva, Shadvidham Preeti Lakshanam. And of course, these are very um, concise. There are more elaborations on how to respect an Acharya. And especially Balram here, who is a supreme spiritual master, original spiritual master. Hmm. So he he did not know how to deal. Uh, so uh, he has to be punished. And it is not wrong to not know how to deal with the devotees. Because in the beginning we will not know. Then eventually we will know. We will learn. But he is sitting on a on a position of a guru. Above others, he is teaching others, he is talking about all uh, scriptures. But he, being a role of a guru, uh, he is not knowing. So many people also did not know, right? Why Balram did not kill everybody? Why only Romaharshan? Because he is a leader. He is leading and he is not following proper example. So how he can lead? So this pretentious leading or misleading as we say, is thoroughly condemned by Balaram. So, pretentious gurus are thoroughly condemned. Now, uh, <clears throat> though he has failed to conquer his own mind, one might argue that Romaharshan committed an innocent mistake when he failed to recognize Lord Balaram, but such an argument is refuted here by Lord Balaram's strong criticism. Uh, he is not innocent. He knows all the scriptures. If he knows scriptures, means he should know what to do. Huh? What is that? Karya 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 vyavasthito Tasma chastram pramanam te Karya akarya vyavasthito Right? 1624 Gyatva shastra vidhanoktam Karma kartu miharasi One should therefore understand what is duty and what is not duty by regulations of the scriptures Knowing such rules and regulations one should act so that he may gradually be elevated So he must know what to do and what not to do What is duty and what is not from scriptures. He knows scriptures, right? He knows so many things. But why he does not know how to observe the etiquette? Now, that means there is something wrong. So that's how Balram analyzed. And we know this verse, this is a very important verse, 7, 15, 26. Yasya sakshat bhagavati jnana deepa prade gurau martya sadhehi shrutam tasya Sarvam The spiritual master should be considered to be directly the Supreme Lord because he gives transcendental knowledge <coughs> for enlightenment. Consequently, for one who maintains the material conception that the spiritual master is an ordinary human being, which means he does not deserve the respect of an exalted soul. So, for one who maintains the material conception that the spiritual master is an ordinary human being, everything is frustrated. His enlightenment and his Vedic studies and knowledge are like the bathing of an elephant. And there is this other verse. Um, 11, 17, 27 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Acharyam maam vijaniyan Na abamanyeta karihichit abamanyeta. What is that? One should never disrespect. 
ना अवमान्यता अवमान्यता मीन्स टू डिसरेस्पेक्ट ना अवमान्यता मीन्स टू नैवर डिसरेस्पेक्ट न मर्त्यबुद्ध्या सूयेत सर्वदेवमयो गुरु वन शुड नो दि आचार्य एज मै सेलफ एंड नैवर डिसरेस्पेक्ट हिम इन एनी वे वन शुड नाट एनवी हिम थिंकिंग हिम एन ऑर्डनरी मैन फॉर ही इज द रिप्रेजेंटेटिव ऑफ ऑल द डेमी गॉड्स ही इज हायर दैन इवन द डेमी गॉड्स सो he should be respected he should be given the same respect sakshadharitvena samasta shastrayer and his instruction also should be given the same respect as the instruction of krishna just as arjuna said sarvameta dritam manye karishya vachanam tava similarly we have to also say the same thing whatever prabhupada said yes we accept and then whatever he asks us to do we should do that means sakshadharitvena not simply to say yes 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 prabhupad jay prabhupad jay prabhupad but whatever prabhupad said we don't follow many so called prabhupad anugas they say themselves they call themselves prabhupad anugas they just claim that name by saying that yes yes prabhupad is the spiritual master but then are you following the instructions so many don't follow we have seen so many of this kind of so called prabhupad anugas and those who are trying to preach the message of prabhupad's movement and trying to establish it sincerely these so called prabhupada anugas who don't follow anything they try to hamper the progress of their movement of course by krishna's mercy it cannot be hampered but their an- attempt is always like that just like kamsa he cannot kill krishna but his attempt is always like that this kamsa like mentality is they are not prabhupada anugas they are prabhupad drohis guru drohis not guru sevis hmm. guru sevi means one who serves the spiritual master guru bhogis guru tyagis guru drohis so these classes of people they pretentiously sit as if they are in sincere disciples but they have so many you know shortcomings so all such pretension is being <coughs> punished by balram here did we actually read the translation of that yeah we did okay so we'll go back to this yeah oh sorry <laughs> next verse etadartho hi lokesmin avataro maya kritah vadhyame dharma dvajinas tehi patakino dhikah the very purpose of my descent into this world is to kill such hypocrites who pretend to be religious indeed they are the most sinful rascals pati patakinah adhikah pata pataka means sins patakinah means sinful the sinful souls adhika most the most sinful rascals rascals are those who don't follow krishna's rules and their whimsically sense gratification and all these things but especially those who do sense gratification pretending to be religionists acharyas they are the most sinful rascals very important point by balram uh, and he's saying the very purpose like now it now it is coming the truth about paritrana sadhunam vinashayasu duskritam vinashayasu duskritam is not only like you know duryodhana and all that yes they were like straightforward against god and against krishna's instructions but in of course duryodhana actually was also disciple of balram in the you know 
గద హౌ కెన్ దుర్యోధన్ డిసైబుల్ ఆఫ్ బలరామ్ బీ యూనో ఆపోజిట్ సైడ్ ఆఫ్ కోర్స్ కృష్ణస్ ప్లే బట్ టీచింగ్ అస్ త్రూ దట్ ప్లే హీస్ టీచింగ్ అస్ సో వీ హ్యావ్ టు టేక్ దీస్ లెసన్స్ సో దట్ ఈస్ వన్ టైప్ ఆఫ్ పీపుల్ హూ ఆర్ అగేన్స్ట్ కృష్ణ బట్ దోస్ పీపుల్ హూ సో కృష్ణ ఈస్ టేకింగ్ కేర్ ఆఫ్ దట్ కృష్ణ ఈస్ యూనో అరేంజింగ్ ఫర్ ద కిల్లింగ్ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ దోస్ పీపుల్ ఆన్ ద బ్యాటిల్ ఫీల్డ్ ఆఫ్ కురుక్షేత్ర వేర్ ఆస్ ఆన్ ద అట్ ద సేమ్ టైమ్ బలరామ్ హియర్ ఇన్ నైమిషారణ్య ఫారెస్ట్ హీ కిల్ రోమహర్షన్ సూత who is a pretender hmm a pretender lord balaram was not prepared to overlook romaharshana's offense you see sometimes we we may think are what is such is it such a big an offense maybe okay maybe you could have been told you know okay you should get up you know why but no you see how strict action he took similarly chaitanya mahaprabhu <coughs> also took strict action against chota haridas haridas chota haridas not the haridas thakur the chota haridas junior haridas he being a sanyasi he looked at a woman only that's it just glanced at a woman that's it and you know he brought some what is that rice for chaitanya mahaprabhu but chaitanya mahaprabhu being the super soul paramatma he detected oh he is you know being a sanyasi he was interested in sense gratification i don't want to see this he told the devotees uh, who gave who brought this rice um, they said uh, chota haridas okay you tell him i don't want to see his face again that's it in my whole life huh? everybody was shocked nobody knew what was happening and devotees told he they told chota haridas chota haridas was shocked he started fasting he started crying like anything he did not sleep did not eat he was crying and crying for 3 days incessantly flowing tears the chaitanya mahaprabhu has rejected me chaitanya mahaprabhu has rejected me the most munificent incarnation who is called patita pavana who has who has come to deliver the most sinful people he has rejected me although everyone is capable of uh, attaining his mercy i am not i have been rejected by the lord who is the most merciful lord what chance do i have he kept on crying and crying so the devotees went back to chaitanya mahaprabhu and said please you know uh, he is crying so bitterly and 3 days he did not eat anything and you know he is he is contemplating suicide please you accept him back chaitanya mahaprabhu said either i will remain here or chota haridas will remain if you want to bring chota haridas back here again i will go okay which one you want they just kept silent they was they were so every devotee everybody was like very very morose they could not understand why chaitanya mahaprabhu was so hard and they very sadly they reported to chota chota haridas that he is so determined that he de- doesn't want to take you then as promised chaitanya uh, chota haridas committed suicide and then after that also the devotees came and reported to chaitanya mahaprabhu chota haridas has committed suicide he went into the ganga because at the time they used to commit suicide by you know tying uh, that they, t- they will ask the boatman to take them into the middle of the ganga river where the depth is very much at that time at that place they will tie a rope to a very heavy stone and then they will jump inside the water and they will ask the boatman to throw the stone also inside which is tied to the leg and that's it even if he wants to come out he cannot come out so this is how he committed suicide so then when the news came to chaitanya mahaprabhu oh he has committed suicide chaitanya mahaprabhu said hmm that is very good this is the proper atonement for a sanyasi who has fallen down 
even then he did not change his mood did not, he did not even become soft a little bit even his de the death of chota haridas did not uh, melt him although he is so merciful why was he so strict hmm. to set an example of course actually what happened there is a soft part to this so after the death usually when one comes to suicide he becomes ghost so this <coughs> chota haridas became <coughs> not exactly a ghost but a gandharva he was actually uh, originally a gandharva and then he came to ss chaitanya mahaprabhu as chota haridas and he you know as in a gandharva roopa invisible to everybody else he was singing very nice songs he was actually a very nice singer chota haridas so he was singing very nice songs to chaitanya mahaprabhu and chaitanya mahaprabhu was listening to all that songs and you know he could have darshan of chaitanya mahaprabhu and chaitanya mahaprabhu also could see him but invisible to everybody else so confidentially he had a relationship going still but externally he showed very strictly he showed uh, so balram also uh, is, why because to teach others actually uh, <clears throat> because in the future there will be many like chota hridas you know there will be of course chota hridas did not even have any relationship he just looked only that's it he just looked finished and to set a very very strict example for the rest of the future if anybody tries this kind of things they will have no mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu so to tell that point uh, to convey that point very strongly he took such a strong action similarly this pretentious so called following of uh, romaharshan was punished by balaram for the same reasons the lord had descended specifically to eliminate those who claim to be great religious leaders but who do not even respect the supreme personality of godhead etavaduktva bhagavan nivritto sadvadhadapi bhavitvat tam kushagrena karasthena hanat prabhu shukadev goswami continued although lord balaram had stopped killing the impious you know he did not usually kill many so he stopped although he had stopped killing the impious romaharshan's death was inevitable thus having spoken the lord killed him by picking up a blade of kusha grass and touching him with its tip it's not even a you know kusha grass you know what is a kusha grass you know in tamil they say darpe you know that one the grass which we use for yagyas and all kinds of religious uh, rituals so it's a very auspicious grass and the tip of the grass how i mean it's it cannot kill anyone but he killed just with the tip he just touched romarshans then romarshans who died so so how come of course the lord can do anything even the most insignificant thing can kill if the lord wants mare krishna rakhe ke rakhe krishna mare ke or even the most biggest calamity will not kill just like pandavas so many things happened to them poison you know the kunti devi's prayers are there no see how many things happened to them still they did not die <laughs> she very nicely prayed to krishna in the prayers of queen kunti see here यथा हृषिकेशखलेन देवकंसे नुद्धाति चिम सुचारिता विमोचिता हम चहात्मजा विभो थे नमुर्पद्गणा 
Oh Rishikesh, O oh Master of the Senses and Lord of Lords, you have released your mother Devaki who was long imprisoned and distressed by the envious King Kamsa. And me and my children from a series of constant dangers. What are the dangers? Vishan Mahagne Purushada Darshanat Asat Sabhaya Vanavasa Krichrataha Mridhe Mridhe Neka Maharathastrato Draunyastrataschasma Hare Bhirakshataha Draunyastrataschasma Hare Bhirakshitaha Wrong pronunciation. So, my dear Krishna, your lordship has protected us from a poisoned cake which was given to Bhima when he was a small boy, from a great fire, you know, the palace of lack, from cannibals, that uh, Hidimba, and also Bakasura, from the vicious assembly, you know, when Draupadi's um, honor was being, you know, compromised by stripping her naked, and, um, and from sufferings during our exile in the forest, how many sufferings in the forest? Unimaginable sufferings. Yeah. And from the battle where great generals fought, the Kurukshetra war. So many sufferings, so many chances for them to be killed. But you have saved, you have protected us. And now you have saved us from the weapon of Ashwatthama. Because Ashwatthama released the Brahmastra to kill Parikshit in the womb of his mother. He wanted to kill the last descendant of the dynasty. Oh, Abhimanyu's son, okay. So, the arrow was released to kill particularly that Abhimanyu's son in the womb, who was still in the womb of his mother, was not even born yet. He wanted to kill him. But Krishna saved. Hmm. So, how many ever calamities happen? A devotee, if he's, you know, as Prahlad Maharaj said, the souls not cared for or neglected by you, they cannot do anything for the betterment. Whatever they try, it will fail. But those who are, you know, protected by the Lord, nothing can do harm to them. See? So, these are the things. So, even the Kushagras killed Romaharshan because the Lord willed so. Srila Prabhupada writes, Lord Balaram had avoided taking part in the battle of Kurukshetra and yet because of his position, the re-establishment of religious principles was his prime duty. See? Dharma Samsthapanartha was his prime duty because of his position as Krishna, because Krishna said that, no? And every of his incarnations and expansions, they all have the same mission. Considering these points, he killed Romaharshan Sutta simply by striking him with a kusha straw, which was nothing but a blade of grass. If someone questions how Lord Balaram could kill Romaharshan Sutta simply by striking him with a blade of Kushagras, the answer is given in the Srimad Bhagavatam by the use of the word Prabhu, Master. The Lord's position is always transcendental and because he is omnipotent, he can act as he likes without being obliged to follow the material laws and principles. Thus it was possible for him to kill Romaharshan Sutta simply by striking him with a blade of Kushagras. Hahe tivadinaha sarve munayaha khinnamanasaha Uchuhu sankarshanam devam adharmaste kritaha prabho All the sages cried out, Alas, alas, in great distress. They told Lord Sankarshan, O Master, you have committed an irreligious act. Asya brahmasanam dattam asmabhir yadunandana Ayus Chatma Klamam Davad Yavat Satram Samapyate 
O favorite of the Yadus, we gave him the seat of the spiritual master and promised him long life and freedom from physical pain for as long as this sacrifice continues. In other words, their promises were made null and void. Actually not, because how Lord Balram will compensate for that. He puts his son, Romaharshan Sutta's son, in that position. So, he will explain. He will explain in the later verses. We will go through that a few more. But you see, even though they blessed him with a long life, freedom from physical pain, and you know, he gave him the seat of the spiritual master, they have authorized him in different ways. But if the Lord sees that this person is not authorized, he will kill him. So, his decision does not depend on, just like here, you know, some in, in our movement, I mean, so-called ISKCON, you know, there are preachers who are talking Mayavadi in the garb of devotees, pretentious religious, so-called leaders. So, they have millions of subscribers and followers on social media and you know, they are not only in ISKCON, other, you know, Mayavadi groups, many are there. They have, you know, millions of followers. Whatever they give him, of course, they cannot promise him long life or freedom from physical pain, but they give so much support and you know, so much importance and you know, so much facility to talk with big, big uh, celebrities and this and that. They may, you know, put him on a high pedestal, but if the Lord sees that he is not qualified, he will be punished. Important point to be noted. Hmm? Yeah. And we have another important verse connecting connected to this. 10.4.46 Ayuh Shriyam Yashodharmam Lokanashisha Evacha Hanti Shriyam Sisarvani Pumso Mahadatikramaha My dear king, when a man persecutes great souls, all his benedictions of longevity, beauty, fame, religion, blessings and promotion to higher planets will be destroyed. When a man persecutes or offends or insults great souls. Hmm. So, it's not to be taken lightly. And another Krishna also, I mean, Lord Narayana, he instructs Durvasa also in the same way. 9.4.69. See, especially these last two lines. Sadhu Shuprahitam Teja Prahartuhu Kurute Shivam One's so-called prowess when employed against the devotee certainly harms he who employs it. Thus, it is the subject, not the object who is harmed. So, if we want to harm a devotee, a, you know, genuine devotee, that will harm us, not the devotee. So, if we try to show off our power against the devotees, this is what happens. The object is not harmed, but the subject is harmed. So, the devotee is not harmed, but the one who tries to offend, he will be harmed. So, don't try to belittle the devotees, especially authorized devotees and of course, the spiritual master. Don't treat them as ordinary souls. This will harm our own spiritual life. Very important point to be noted. There was the... One devotee actually told very nicely in one lecture. He said, um, <laughs> in Hindi he said, um, Agar Vaishnamo ke aparad agar hum kiye, 
तो हमारा हालत ऐसा हो जाएगा कि हम अगर मौत की भीख भी मांगेंगे तो मिलेगा नहीं दैट मीन्स इफ वी ओफेंड द डिवोट इज आवर सिचुएशन विल बिकम सो बैड दैट इवन इफ वी बैग फॉर डेथ इट विल नॉट कम वट इज द मीनिंग दैट मीन्स बाई ऑफेंडिंग डिवोट इज आवर एग्जिस्टेंस विल बिकम सो पेनफुल दैट वी वॉन्ट टू डाई एंड इवन इफ वी बैग फॉर द डेथ considering that bet the death is better than my condition now the death will not come and we are forced to suffer in that condition and we will remain in that condition uh, that is actually a very good point so we should not uh take vaishnavas lightly <coughs> um <laughs> then here next two verses they said you have unknowingly killed a brahmana they are telling balram now of course even the injunctions of revealed scripture cannot dictate to you the lord of all mystic power they knew who balram was but if by your own free will you nonetheless carry out the prescribed purification for this slaying of a brahmana or purifier of the whole world people in general will greatly benefit by your example now of course krishna can kill anyone right balram can kill anyone but why they said that you have committed an offense uh, or you know you have killed a brahmana of course he doesn't he will not be implicated in such an offense right <clears throat> but to धर्म संस्थापनार्थ अगेन टू सेट एन एग्जाम्पल फॉर अदर्स हू मे किल ब्राह्मणस इन द फ्यूचर इफ दे किल देन वॉट टू डू फॉर देम सो यू सेट एन एग्जाम्पल ऑफ हाउ थिंग्स कैन बी अटोन्ड लाइक दिस सो श्री भगवान उवाच बलराम स्पीकिंग चरिष्येव वध निर्वेशम लोकानुग्रह काम्यया नियम प्रथम कल्पे यावान् सतु विधीयता द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड सेड आई विल सडनली परफॉर्म द अटोनमेंट फॉर दिस किलिंग सिंस आई विश टू शो कंपैशन टू द पीपल इन जनरल नॉट बिकॉज ही विल बी प्यूरिफाइड नो टू शो कंपैशन पीपल इन जनरल प्लीज देर फॉर प्रिस्क्राइब फॉर मी वॉट एवर रिचुअल इज टू बी डन फर्स्ट ही आस्क दैम दीर्घमायुर्बतैत सत्व्रियम च आशासी यद्भूते साधये योग मयया ओ सेजस् जस्ट से द वर्ड एंड बाय माय मिस्टिक पावर आई शेल रेस्टोर एव्रीथिंग यू प्रॉमिस्ड हिम लॉन्ग लाइफ स्ट्रेंथ एंड सेंसरी पावर ऋषय ऊचु नाउ द ऋषय ऑल्सो यू सी हाउ दे डिड वट दे सेड अस्त्र तव वीर मृत्योरस्माकमेंच सत्यम तथा राम विधीयता द सेज सेड प्लीज सी टू इट ओ राम दट योर पावर एंड दैट ऑफ योर कुशा वेपन एज वेल एज अवर प्रॉमिस एंड रोमहर्षंस डेथ ऑल रिमेन इंटैक्ट आवर ब्लेसिंग्स फॉर रोमहर्षंस होता आवर प्रॉमिस should remain intact romaharshan's death your power and the power of your weapon and the kushagras that you used everything should remain intact 
they did not go against the lord's will although they you know romar i mean balram said i will restore everything but the rish, rishis also they asked they did not go against his will they already understood the lesson of going against his will right <laughs> so they did not go against his will and not out of fear but it is actually out of understanding the actual principles of religious life so <laughs> romarshan sutta showed, showed the example of going against the will of balram or not respecting balram supreme spiritual master and they did not want to do the same thing same mistake for which lord balram actually killed romarshan so they learned the lesson and asked very nicely that our promise should not go in vain neither your will neither your weapon or romarshan's death which was your will everything should remain intact now this is a controversial uh, how how can both be done at the same time but krishna can do everything right balram can do everything now let's see what he did shri bhagavan uvacha atma vai putra utpanna iti vedanushasanam tasmadasya bhavedva vakta ayurindriya satvavan the supreme lord said the vedas instruct us that one's own self takes birth again as one son it's not that the same soul becomes one son no that the one son is a representation of the father so in other words there is another incident um, in dwarka this is also explained in the krishna book in the 10th canto of bhagavatam when krishna came back to the palaces there was 16108 palaces and each of them have queens and the children from that queen and everything so when krishna entered the palace the palaces simultaneously um they are uh, so let's take one palace so because it's easier to speak in a singular tense so not tense singular whatever <laughs> so when the queen saw him she embraced krishna not by oh embracing and kissing you know mouth to mouth like what they show in hollywood movies but she you know just put her head down and then um she sent the son she pushed the son to go and you know um get blessings from krishna so she offered the respect to krishna by pushing her son forward so the son is like the representative of the parents mm. so by giving the son it is like giving the parents so the vedas instruct us that one's own self takes birth as again as one son thus let romaharshan son become the speaker of the puranas and let him be endowed with long life strong senses and stamina so in this way romaharshan's death was there and the blessings were also intact but it was transferred to his son suta goswami actually whose name was ugrashrava actually his real name is ugrashrava that will be explained so shri sridhar swami quotes the following vedic verse to illustrate the principle enunciated here by lord balaram अंगादंगात संभवसि हृदयाद अभिजायसे आत्मा वैपुत्र नामासि संजीव शरदः शतम यू हैव टेकन बर्थ फ्रॉम माय वेरियस लिम्स एंड हैव अराइजन फ्रॉम माय वेरी हार्ट यू आर माय वेरी सोल यू आर माय ओन सोल इन द फॉर्म ऑफ माय सन मे यू लिव थ्रू अ हंड्रेड ऑटम्स दैट मींस हंड्रेड इयर्स दिस वर्स अपीयर्स इन द शतपथ ब्राह्मण एंड द बृहदारण्यक उपनिषद so he's quoting to prove that you know um you are my own self in the form of my son you know like that so in this way um 
so then he asked please tell me your desire or best of the sages and i shall full, certainly fulfill it and oh wise souls please carefully determine my proper atonement since i do not know what it might be <laughs> of course he knows but lord balram here sets a perfect example for people in general by humbly submitting himself before the qualified brahmanas the sages said okay they asked him to kill a demon that was disturbing the sacrifice and also asked him to go to holy places pilgrimage so that means that is to show us that if we commit an offense uh, this is what we have to do uh, we have to first of all of course first of all we have to pay obeisances to the devotees we have offended and sufficiently satisfy him and then uh, follow the instructions that are to be uh, the whatever corrective action that is given we have to follow diligently and sincerely faithfully uh, all the while um, what is that desiring all the while desiring our own spiritual advancement <clears throat> if we really are interested in our own spiritual advancement we should make sure that our offenses whether committed willingly or unwillingly are you know put to rest we have to atone for them uh, that's why we every day in the morning which uh, we chant morning and evening vanchakalpatarubhyascha kripasandhubhyevacha patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha these obeisances are to ask for forgiveness from all vaishnavas and considering their position as how you know great they are how exalted they are <clears throat> so by chanting this verse is not just chanting we have to also reflect on the meanings vanchakalpatarubhyascha why are the devotees so you know uh, important Uh, there is many many verses are there full of i mean the shastra is full of that's why it's called it says sadhu sanga sadhu sanga sarva shastra koy all shastras are pro- proclaiming sadhu sanga the you know the importance of associating with sadhus so all that is there so anyway we have actually still a long way to go i don't think we can finish it i think we still have to maybe continue tomorrow maybe it looks like let's see Um, but please be ready for a 3 hour minimum 3 hour session today <laughs> sorry that's as the way things have been going here but it is good to understand everything in in depth so that's why we're doing this um so next we will go back to all the way back to oh yeah one second <clears throat> 